Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and this is Three Words. Today, in my conversation with Tony King, founder and president of Brave, a social justice movement here in Northwest Ohio, we talked about being the hero. What does it look like to be a hero? We talked about heroism. We talked about the qualities of a hero. We talked about actually becoming the hero that you wish you had. That oftentimes, as Tony shares, it is hard and scary and anxiety-ridden and even fearful to actually let that hero out of you. But in this conversation today with my dear friend, we talked about what is your next step in becoming the hero that you wish you had. Enjoy this episode. You know, I've been calling you Anthony. We were chatting off camera. I've been calling you Anthony for the last couple of years as we've developed our friendship. And then I realized your closest friends and family refer to you as Tony. And so I've been given permission as of this morning to call you Tony. So I appreciate that. (laughs) I'm excited to be with you here today. The president and founder of Brave, uh, which is, remind me again, Black Rights Activism Visibility Equity. Yes. So you are a social justice advocate. You are a leader. You're a thought leader. Uh, it is a privilege to have you here, my friend. What are our three words for today? Yeah, man. It's always a pleasure to be on Three Words Podcast. Our three words for today are be the hero. Be the hero. It was interesting, Tony. Just a few weeks ago, I was in Kansas City speaking at a convention, and someone asked me, who is my hero? And I had to pause because it's a question that oftentimes I'm asked. Who are your mentors? Who are your heroes? And oftentimes I don't have a very good answer for those things because I can't think of anyone that I feel like, wow, this is who I want to be 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. But as a young child, I had a hero and I had heroes and I would always talk about, I want to be like this person or this person or this person. But as we age, and I think we're seeing this change within our culture, Few people can actually, if you ask them, try it sometime. Who's your hero? Typically, there's a long pause because we tend to become more and more, and I'm not sure why, a heroless society. And maybe it's because those who we used to call our heroes have let us down. But I think we're all craving to have heroes. But the focus of this conversation is how do we actually become the hero? Now, you chose these three words. Why? Why do these three words of hero is heroism, being the hero, resonate with you? Yeah, Michael, I had a notion, I have a notion that everyone that is born has hero inside of them. But unfortunately, what culture pushes on us, which is fear and anxiety um, and really tradition, that the people that have culture inside of them often have fear inside of them and, and the hero often are unable to really pull out their hero due to fear and anxiety. So when you talk about heroes, what comes to mind? Like what are the qualities and the characteristics of a hero? You, you said that everyone has a hero inside of them. So what I think you're encouraging is to be heroic, but yet there's fear getting in the way. What does it look like to be heroic, particularly in this day and age? Yeah. And so I'll share with you my story. When I, when I first started Brave um, and God, I put it on my heart to do a protest and to lead a protest and lead people down Main Street about George Floyd at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I imagined in my head, you know, these leaders like Martin Luther King and, you know, even some superheroes that were had taken that stand and you stood up for people. Um, and it really produced produce fear and anxiety mm-hmm. inside of me. Um, and it was something that I had to learn 
not to do, which was compare myself mm. um, to others inside of me wanting to be a hero. So what I wanted to encourage um, the listeners today would be to not would be to focus on the person that you are and that you have special qualities that lead to heroes inside of you. Well, yeah. And we need heroes. We need people who are around us embodying and expressing and living out by example the best version of who we can become. Because like you said, if there's fear and comparison, if there is uh, this hesitancy within us, it's going to be really, really hard to be able to let that out. Um, And I'm so glad, just on a personal note, I am so glad that the hero inside of Tony King emerged for a time such as this, to be able to lead a protest in response to social injustice and to racial inequality and to be able to step forward because I'm sure it was scary. And as you did that, there was opposition. (laughs) Did you ever question then uh, your heroic um, gestures and heroic initiative after the opposition came? Yeah, um, I really had a a moment where I questioned if I was able to lead or question my ability to lead or to be the, in quotation, a hero um, due to things like me seeing other people growing up um, that were my heroes, like Superman um, and Black Panther and people, Optimus Prime, you know, in fictional characters and seeing how they always overcame their opposition and they were never depressed and they never had anxiety and now ways rose above. And I tried to compare myself to those people. um, And I didn't realize that actually being a hero meant taking on the opposition and sitting in it and being honest. Now it's interesting. You say Superman and black Panther and others, you know, we don't see that necessarily on the big screen, but I'm guessing there's anxiety and there's depression depression and there is self-doubt and there is at times identity crisis, right? Uh, now, obviously that's not always a part of the storyline <laughs> you know, as we see that, but I would propose that every hero has the deficiencies, the fears, the concerns. The issue is not trying to remove those. It is to overcome those. It is to move past those. It is to face those fears and so forth. I'm just curious, my friend. Who is your hero today? Yeah. You mentioned Superman, Black Panther back in the day, but is your heroes or your heroes different today at 22 years old than they were at 12? Yeah. And so at 12, they were all fictional, right? Uh, because that, my worldview back then was vastly fictional um, uh, because of the reality that I was living in at the time of being, you know, in poverty and things as such as that. Um, but now my hero, you know, is my biological uh, mother and the mother that adopted me. Uh, both women, I think, are the two of the strongest people in the world, not women in the world, two of the strongest people in the world. And I look at their courage and I look at their gentleness and I look mm. at their transparency um, and I see heroes, heroism in, inside of that. Courage, gentleness transparency are the, are the words that you use for heroism. You know, that's a little bit countercultural because typically we think heroes, strong, commanding, powerful, outspoken, brave, courageous. You're using courage, but you're also using gentleness and transparency. You know, even as I think about leadership, 
which is very similar to heroism, being a heroic leader, I guess I could say. Um, I think the most transformative leaders in our culture are the most transparent ones. I tend to think that the strongest individuals I meet tend to also be kind and gentle and compassionate. And what you described in both of your mothers is this beautiful picture, I think, of what it means to be a hero. You know, Tony, I want to be a hero. <laughs> I, want to, I want to be a hero to my kids. I want to be a hero to my wife. Um, I want to be a hero in culture. I, I guess even as I say that, though, some might perceive that as, well, you want to be famous. But sometimes... Would you agree or disagree? Feel free. I'd love your response to this is sometimes the greatest heroes may be unseen or maybe out of the limelight. And mm-hmm. you're speaking more when we talk about, at least so far in our conversation, you're speaking more about qualities mm-hmm. and characteristics versus accomplishments and feats of great whatever. I hope you're enjoying this conversation. Be the hero. If you want to support this podcast, please share it with a friend or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, I would like to to think that the greatest leaders um, of our time are always going to be unseen. Um, And the greatest heroes are always going to be the ones that are are in the limelight, the ones that aren't in the news. And that is truly about the posture of your heart and your character and the lives that you impact, even if that impact isn't a notable impact in culture and society, that still doesn't take away from you being a hero. You know, heroism is so complex. And even as you talk about that being unseen and character and qualities of integrity, it's interesting to me to think about what are those areas of my life that need to be um, cleaned up to be truly a hero? What are those areas of my life that I need to really tend to, to be truly heroic? But it's the unseen areas. It's the qualities. It's the characteristics. Who we are when no one is looking is who we really are. And oftentimes I was just thinking as you were sharing, Tony, why are there so few heroes? Why is it so difficult for society and, and individuals I interact with on a regular basis to be able to talk about and share and to identify even heroes in their lives. And it's typically because they might've had one who let them down, who lacked the character, who lacked the integrity, maybe who had this flashy upfront appearance, but behind the scenes weren't the real deal. I think you and I both, and we talk about this and we obviously, uh, really care about our spiritual lives as well. We want to be the real deal. We want to be who we are. We want our public persona to be an accurate reflection of our private reality. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. Um, and it's important to say that heroes are human, you know, heroes, heroes are human. human. Yeah. Heroes are still human. So even though someone is gentle, even though someone is kind, even though someone is transparent, they're still human. And so they're still at risk to have any of the, the angers, any of the anxieties and any of the fears that we already talked about, you know, on an everyday basis. And because of the culture and the society that we live in, oftentimes heroes, true heroes with that carry those true characteristics often will be met with anxiety, will be met with fear because they aren't in the limelight. And they will overcome it, though. Mm -hmm. They will persevere. They will have persistence. They will have tenacity, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm guessing our listeners and our viewers, whether you're listening on the podcast, 
platform or you're watching on our YouTube video, I'm hoping already they're inspired by you and just hearing how you overcame fear and how you overcame hesitancy and and concern and anxiety to be able to be this leader in the social justice movement that we know as brave today. What would be your advice, my friend? What would be your advice for those who are listening, who are thinking, I want to let that inner hero come out of me and I want to be heroic. What would you say to them? What's the first step? I would say that the first step is for them to realize that the hero that's inside of them is real, that the hero that's inside of them isn't a fictional character and that it exists. And to bring that out, all they have to do is to separate their anxiety and turn that hero into um, real life and pursue their passions, pursue the things that they care about um, without fear and let it come out from a place of love instead of fear. I love that. Yeah. You know, to be able to say it's not fictional, but real. Cause I think sometimes people go, I have this passion. I have this desire. I have this, uh, this deep yearning for, but it's, you know, it's a passing thought or, it, or it's not real or I could never do that. What if we actually reframed the conversation and said, to become heroic, don't think about this idea that I could never do that, but who do I need to become in order to actually be able to someday, someday do that, whatever that might actually be. It's more about that deep inner work of becoming, but also releasing. Because what you're talking about is you need to be working behind the scenes becoming, but then there comes a point where you need to step forward, step out, step into probably a really challenging situation because my guess is to step into something easy. There's no need for heroism. You don't need to be heroic to step into something easy, but to step into something hard requires tremendous about amount of heroism. Yeah. Um, as you said, often the greatest heroes aren't defined by the easy situations that they go through rather the hard, um, situations and the hard circumstances that they're able to dig themselves out of or lead other people out of are the things that really truly define heroes. And you don't get those characteristics or that ability to lead people out of a sticky situation overnight. And it starts with work mm -hmm. on yourself as you mentioned. Well, and you're talking about being a hero and, and this is, I'm very, I'm such a practical thinker in, in this regard. And I'm thinking, what are the things I need to do? And you're saying, identify your passions. Um, let it out, work on yourself, build those qualities beyond that. Like, what does it look like to take that next step? I mean, for you, what did it look like? Yeah. And so I really had to step aside, step out of um, what society would think as a hero and define that for myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, for me, that because society would say what? Society would say that an activist or a black man that's or a black man that's a hero is a, a basketball player or a black man that's a hero is a um, is a this could say a rap artist or a musician or a singer. But I had to define what that hero is to me. And I said, instead of doing that, I'm going to lead my people or bring up this issue inside of a city that's ignoring it right now. Right. Mm. And I had to define that. Self. So redefining what a hero would look like. It may be actually countercultural. It may be different than what society is kind of positioning as. Here's the hero. Well, and again, I don't even think the society is think, saying here is a hero. Society or culture is saying here is a celebrity. I mean, I don't even think we have language for heroism because it's it's deep. 
it's it's so raw it's so real and and even quite honestly when when someone does some great feat or they rescue someone from a pond or they rest or they pull someone from a fiery building oftentimes people will say people see you as a hero but we feel funny about it like you, you've seen those television or those news those news shows where it's like Oh, no, 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 no. I was just doing the thing that anyone would do. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think anyone would run into a fiery building, right? It required yeah. a certain amount of, but there is something we feel funny. And, and I think heroism, it's hard, but it also requires humility to realize that I'm in this position in this point in time, in this life to be able to do some of these, these great things, often unseen, right? But I'm humbled by that. Because my guess is if you say, here is a hero of mine, they're probably not arrogant, right? You might say, here's a celebrity that I would like to get to know who's arrogant. But if someone's a hero, they're probably humble and compassionate and kind, but also fierce as you are, (laughs) fearless as you are, tenacious as you are. But you have this very kind, which in very disarming way about you, Tony, um, even as you have stepped forward into the social justice movement as a leader, it's hard for those who are your critics to take shots at you. I mean, they do, but there's no ground to walk on. There's no, there's no evidence of that. You're just so kind in the way you present yourself and the way you talk and the way you engage and the way you listen. I mean, we talked about this even off the camera, you know, Heroes aren't just those in the in the limelight, but they're those who it's heroic to have hard conversations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's heroic to say countercultural things. Yeah. It's heroic to let someone step in front of you when you deserve to be in line first. Mm-hmm. It, it those are heroic mm-hmm. things to do. Any final thoughts on on heroism or being the hero today. Yeah. Uh, as you were just talking about, um, and it ran through my mind, please. When I, when I first received opposition, um, it, it confused me because uh, my biggest critics in social justice were actually, you know, black and brown people. Um, and so it confused me. Uh, it, it hurt me. Um, but then I realized that I had to have compassion for people that even didn't understand me. Right. And that was is probably to this day my biggest trait of heroism um, is compassion for other people and understanding that even if they don't understand why I do something or even if they want me to be more radical or less radical, that I have to stay grounded in my stuff. I have compassion for them because I need to fight for them. So I guess one of the things I'm thinking as I wrap up our conversation is what if it we all made the commitment to become the hero that we wish we had? <laughs> you know, we all want a hero, right? That embodies something that we can strive for and become and look to. Sometimes they're not there. So why not become the hero that we wish we had? Appreciate our conversation. As always, third conversation, third episode together. And this has been awesome. And I hope it's inspired all of our listeners and all of our viewers to dig down deep inside, to discover the hero qualities, and then be the hero. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.